The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and horny? Well, you've come to the right place. Sure have. Because that's what The Sexy Lifestyle is all about. And we're so excited that you're here with us today. We've got an amazing guest, Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce, who will be talking with us about fellatio, cunnilingus, and the benefits of oral sex. Hang on, hang on. What? What? That's not what's on my list of topics today. I thought we were going to be talking about sucking cock and eating pussy. David. All right, just joking. Well, thanks to everybody who entered our contest last week for a chance to win a Trist vibrator from Doc Johnson. And the winner is Shelly and Ken from California. Woo, congratulations. Yay. Last week, we also challenged couples to come up with a sexy New Year's resolution that's going to spice up their sex life in 2017. So we got a few of them. Keep them coming at carolanddavid.com, and we'll share them with you in a future episode. So, David, did you ever wonder if foodgasms and mouthgasms are real? Mm. Or if naked sushi is worth the effort? Or if the taste of semen can be altered? Stay tuned and hear what Dr. Nancy has to say about these and more questions about the sexy lifestyle. Right. And in our segment, Great Sex Matters, we're going to be debating that all-important question, who benefits most during oral sex? Me, 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 me. The giver (laughs) or the receiver? Well, we'll have to wait till the end of the show to figure that one out. Yeah. But before we start, I have to say a happy birthday to my wonderful and sexy husband, my amazing best friend, my rock. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you too, happy baby. Birthday, Thank honey. you so much. All right. So um, I don't just celebrate my birthday. It's actually a birthday month. So today is just the actual day. <laughs> so let me remind you about last week. We told you a story about how we both got dumped on the same day. And you remember, hopefully, that Carol's ex-wife, ex-husband, <laughs> is married to my ex-wife. And we discussed and talked about the crazy monkey sex we had the first time we got away together. Which just happened to be on your another birthday. one of my birthdays. Exactly. That was your birthday that so, time. So today we're going to continue on the same theme of my birthday. Okay. Well, then what we have to do is we have to fast forward one year from that first crazy monkey, monkey sex, sex, yeah. sex yeah, to your next birthday after that. And it's when you asked me for a very special gift that you wanted on your birthday. Do you remember what that was? Oh, how could I forget? That was, you know, that was that thing that... Many guys have a dream about, which is having a threesome, but are just so afraid to ask their partner. Mm -hmm. 
Well, for my birthday that year. You were not afraid. I wasn't afraid. I asked. And I thought it would be so sexy to have a threesome with Carol and one of her friends. It seemed like a reasonable request. Well, I thought so at the time, too. I had no problem with the idea of a threesome. And I told you that monkey sex was just the beginning of us getting into this whole sexy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But I got to tell you, I was stumped. I remember. Yeah. I had no idea how to find another girl to join us. You know, it was a new experience, and I really wanted to try it. So, But at the time, you know, we weren't swingers. So, really, in order to make it happen, you know, like Regis used to say, you have to call a friend. Call a friend, exactly. So, I racked my brains, and I looked over my list of friends and female acquaintances. I was really trying to figure out if I knew anybody that I could actually approach and ask them to join us. I think you it know, would be easy. You know. Not so much. No. And I'm not saying I was shy, but I just, you know, that's not for me. And in the end, I just couldn't make it happen. So needless to say, David did not get his threesome that year. That fantasy remained a fantasy until... However, if we fast forward another two years, yes, 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 I have lots and lots of patience. We had just discovered swinging and we had booked our first trip to this amazing resort in Cancun. It's called Desire. And it's a clothing optional erotic resort where lots of swingers go on vacation and it was such an exciting time for us and for the first time ever we had the opportunity to just hang around the beach in the pool naked well that was awesome we love being naked but this story is about that first trip up to the hot tub oh my god my favorite place late in the afternoon everyone leaves the beach and their pool and they gather upstairs it's a rooftop hot tub which holds like 70 people it's like the size of a pool and it has a bar in the middle yeah exactly and it's super erotic very social and sex is allowed there yeah and i just just imagine the scene there's naked people everywhere some of them are sitting on the side of the hot tub guys are having their cock sucked Girls are having their pussies licked. There's couples and groups of couples having sex in the beds around the deck on the hot tub. It's just like this pinnacle of sexual debauchery. I love that phrase. Great phrase. You know, that was our first time in the hot tub, and we were both pretty excited. To say the least. I told David, hop up on the side. I'm going to suck your cock. So? I jumped up. Of course he did. (laughs) But just as I got started, a woman came up to me and asked if she could join in. I looked up to check with David. And, you know, that naughty smile said everything, (laughs) of course. So down we went. It was so hot. We were both going down on him together. David was in heaven. And I looked up at David again and said, happy birthday, honey. That was so awesome. And it was our first threesome. And it was one of those moments that we'll never forget. Yeah, that was a great moment. And today, that woman and her husband, by chance, are still some of our best close friends, swinger friends that we have So that little story, David's birthday wish, fulfilling one of his fantasies, happy birthday, honey, again today. Thank you. And, you know, the sexy lifestyle is all about adding spice to to yours and our sex life. And, of course, it doesn't have to be as extreme as we were at Desire. It just has to be something that excites you and your couple, just keeping it fresh every day. That's right. Exactly. So let's get on to this topic of oral sex. Now, we are talking about you know, sucking cock and eating pussy, Mm -hmm. which of course is a great way that we learn about each other's pleasure points because you're, you know, you're so So up close and personal and uh, with everything in your face, you're getting like a really good look. And it works so much better when you understand 
what all the different parts of the genitals are all about. Still trying to get all those names. <laughs> and what they're called. And so just so you can talk about everything, what feels good and where. And don't be embarrassed. I'm not. And if you're not sure what all her parts or his parts are called, we posted a blog with some diagrams on our website, carolindavid.com. Go have a look and you'll feel like you're in high school sex ed all over again. That's all cool. But one of the things that we want to tell everybody is that it's so important to give continuous feedback during oral sex and sex in general. Make sure you tell them when he hits that right spot, when he's got the right pressure or he's doing it for the right amount of time. If you need to guide his head or his hand, it's all good. Tell him which way to move because he really can't read your mind. So if it's working for you, you can be vocal, groaning, moaning, speaking, thrusting, whatever language or body language you can. Just get your point out there. And you know what, especially when you're coming up to climax, it's so important that you tell him right there. Yeah, stay on it. Stay on it. Here it comes. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Oh, sorry. Yes, we're on a show here. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> and, you know, when we're playing with other swingers, we, we have sexy fun with other people. And it's so important to ask them what they like. And we tell them what we like, which naturally leads to us getting all our juices flowing. And again, that communication is so critical so that everybody knows each other's ins and outs. And you know what, when we're at those other couples, we often learn new tips and tricks. We just love learning new things. We do. And, you know, one of the things or two of the things that we've learned is wetter is better. Absolutely. Remember to use lots of lube, one that tastes good or has no taste. Just always keep it wet. And some of the another thing that we've learned and we've practiced is to just slow it all down start with kissing and teasing mm. and work around the most sensitive areas instead of going directly there take your time use lots of lube and slowing it down all help create another dimension of pleasure well that's what i like and it's all about pleasing your partner mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. it's not mm -hmm. just about getting the job done that's also good but that's okay yeah but listen when it comes to the clitoris Dr. Jess from Sex with Dr. Jess has a great line in her workshops. I love it. She warns against ringing the doorbell. Yeah. I love that visual. It is. She explains that guys should not be pressing on the head of a clit like they're ringing a doorbell. No ding dong. Guys, <laughs> promise you won't do that. Take a look at our website post and you'll see images of the whole clitoris. So even though the head of the clitoris is visible, the rest of the clit sits inside the vulva, just under the surface. And the clit has a shape of like a wishbone with like two legs that extend three inches into the vagina. And that's what connects to the G-spot. And it's, it's that whole clit that needs stimulation. All three inches of it, not just the little head. And that's why women love to sit on us and grind on us mm -hmm. and ride us. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's how they stimulate the whole clit area, not just the head. So remember, lube it up, massage and tease the whole area around the clit. And you will see how turned on and excited she gets. And again, take your time. Exactly. One trick that I really like when get things flowing is I call it the switch and kiss maneuver. 
That's when you take turns going down on each other. But before reaching your climax, you stop and you kiss passionately mm, like for six kissing. or seven uh, seconds. And then you switch it around and you go back onto it, onto each other. But before reaching the climax again, you stop and you kiss passionately. I'm sure you get the picture. Oh, those passionate kisses mm-hmm. just sound mm-hmm. so awesome. And, and it adds even more oral stimulation. And try doing it in front of a mirror, which adds the visual effect. And the bottom line is to make sure you don't make it routine. Yeah, Change no. things up as often as possible. Exactly. Great. So remember, oral sex is all about pleasing your partner. When you're the giver, slow it down and use lots of lube. But when you're the receiver, communicate and guide. And whatever you do, don't fake orgasms or fake anything. Nothing. Be honest about how you feel. Enjoy the moment. Always. But for now... It's time for us to take a short break. A quick shout out to Doc Johnson, America's Pleasure Products, who are sponsoring our weekly giveaway again today. Go to our website at carolandavid.com and click on the radio show where you can enter to get your chance to win a couple of good head products. (laughs) We've had fun with that. (laughs) Today, we're talking about oral sex, as you know, oral sensations and food play are coming up next. So stay tuned for Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce right after this. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurship? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you trying to discover how to thrive in business and follow your purpose? Tune in to Entrepreneur Enlightenment with host Irina Benedict. You will learn how to combine practical business strategies with spirituality so you can grow your business with ease. If you've been searching for purpose, for freedom, for fulfillment, tune in to get your questions answered. Listen live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you're seeking more confidence, it is time to feel good naked. Each week, host La Redman and her guest experts are here to help you be you. In order to truly be successful and happy, you need self-confidence, self-love, and self-respect. Feel Good Naked Radio will teach you how to embrace these qualities and make your life more fulfilling and meaningful. Listen live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Be proud of who you really are from the inside out. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Call us at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com. And we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. Well, welcome back, everybody. We hope you had a nice short break. We're Carol and David, and we're talking about one of my favorites, oral sex today. And we're so excited and pleased to have Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce waiting just in the wings to join the conversation. So Dr. Nancy has an an eclectic background, which places her expertise in a league of its own. The compilation of her career as a registered nurse, health educator, sex and relationship author, radio host, and yoga therapist fuels her passion as an international speaker, sensuality educator, and exotic lifestyle retreat CEO. Designer sexuality, intimacy communication, sensual movement, and exotic erotic lifestyle coaching all fall under her umbrella of conscious living sexuality. Holy moly, that's a lot of stuff she does. Welcome, Welcome Nancy. Welcome, Dr. Nancy, and thanks for being here with us. Wow. I'm tired just listening to that. Yeah, and you're married, too. And I'm married, too. So listen, just tell us a little bit about your background, other than what I've told you, uh, sorry, what I've just uh, said out loud, and why you became a sexologist. I've always been interested in sensuality and pleasure and communication. And so putting all of that together with my health background, and I've, always, I've also always been kind of the yin-yang of, of health care, bringing in Eastern and Western philosophies and ideals. Well, it so sure that all kind of merges together into bringing a holistic approach to sexuality and relationships that I think is kind of, uh, is what everybody's looking for at this point. Absolutely. That's really awesome. And in your bio, you, you talk about teaching the art of sensual touch, and Carol and I love touching, so we're, we're very interested in what your response is going to be. But does that also include sensual oral stimulation as well? Oh, certainly. Yes. I mean, the mouth is one of the more uh, sensual parts of the body. So not only does the receiver get pleasure from oral techniques, but the mouth itself is pleased by doing anything that's oral. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think. And are there any little tips or tricks that you can give somebody that would make a blowjob even better? Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Tell all, tell all. (laughs) Well, actually, I have an intimacy retreat and we teach, um, I know, kind of a, a we do yoni and lingam massage, and in the yoga world, that's the yoni is the the vulva, and lingam is the penis. So, we're it's all about how to touch and all sorts of different techniques. And I was listening to the first segment of your show, and and you hit it on the on the head, so to speak, about <laughs> not like that. not right away though, <laughs> <laughs> about not making it a routine about mm-hmm. mixing it up and trying different yeah. things. You want to keep your your partner a little surprised. So uh-huh. we, we do a lot of surprise techniques. Very, very cool. And I know that you do these exotic getaways. 
and you have like an, a, tr- a retreat event and I think you have something coming up for Valentine's Day. Did you want to tell us a little bit about what happens there at those retreats and what you do there? Is there oral sex? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's everything. Well, I, I have a retreat at Hedonism Resort in Jamaica. Uh-huh. And, and you've been I doing actually, it for like 15 years, right? Uh, yeah, 11 years. Wow. And wow. so for over Valentine's week, it's primarily couples. And we do everything from um, teaching uh, just just how to eye gaze without, oh. without having to do anything else. Well, you know, so many couples are action-oriented. Yeah, and well, when he was eye-gazing me right now. <laughs> What's that? I'm sorry. I said David's eye gazing me right now. Yes. But, you know, may, I found out that many couples have, after they've been married for a, a lengthy period of time, they, they stop looking at each other. Mm-hmm. And Interesting. And in one of, one of our eye gazing courses, uh, had a couple that had been married 30 years begin to weep. And oh. I asked them, you know, talked to them afterwards. And she said his eye color had changed. And she didn't know when it had changed. Oh, that's so mm. interesting. Wow. So, you know, intimacy, there's so many levels of intimacy. And I think a lot of times couples get caught up in just the sexual act and technique. And they forget about all that comes into just being intimate and, and comfortable with each other so that they can explore those other areas freely. Oh, it's so, it's so true. Last week when we were talking about New Year's resolutions, we suggested that everybody remember how to passionately kiss your partner for at least six to seven seconds every day. And, you know, kissing and you're, you're talking about eye gazing and hugging is just, you know, that, that connection you need with your partner even after 30 or 40 years. In, in Tantra, there are some really beautiful practices that we suggest couples do before they have any serious conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing yeah. how conflict resolution becomes a non-issue. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great point. When, when exactly. people can connect really at the heart and, and then have a conversation about how they feel and what they need. So it's, That's so great that you're doing it over Valentine's Day, which is all about love. And it's kind of reconnecting the couple in love, not necessarily in sex. And is the focus mostly on the love or is there still a sexual connection as well? There's still a sexual connection. It's hedonism. So we, we, yeah, we, have, to keep it, we have to keep it a bit naughty, but, yeah. you know, because that's what it, people want. But they also right. want, they want to go into the naughty feeling safe. And connected too. That yeah. makes the naughty that much better. Mm-hmm. That's great. Exactly. And you take your sensual touch into that retreat. Yeah. Like I'm that's what you're focusing touching. on the sensual touch as well. Right. One of my other things I, I am trained to do is a massage therapist. Oh, okay. And so I bring in a lot of massage techniques and teach people how to touch. Um, and communicate at the same time, like you were talking about in communicating guide and just any kind of touch. I've watched men over the years touch women very roughly Mm -hmm. and, and, and you watch the women recoil rather than move toward. So we teach a lot about reading body language. Now you don't necessarily always have to use words, but if you learn how to read the body language and the facial expressions, Yes, you can exactly. get a lot of information. 
Oh, we so agree. All right. Now, let's get on to my favorite part, which has to do with food <laughs> and food play. And uh, we are, uh, you know, we've been there for naked sushi and body shots and chocolate and whipped cream and whatever else makes food play uh, fun. But, you know, in your experience and opinion, what makes it so sexy and tantalizing and sometimes a little naughty? Well, again, I think the mouth and and eating um, have there's so much enjoyment and sensual pleasure involved. So when you can share that, and you can you can eat off of a person's body, um, their naked body, that just that just adds that heightens the whole eroticism around the food. Mm-hmm. And now, certain are there, foods. Uh, hmm? Go sorry. ahead, Nancy. Sorry. sorry. And certain foods do have an effect on our biology so they Mm. can improve circulation they can improve blood flow to all the genitals and all the other areas um so learning how to combine those things is like viagra uh (laughs) induced (laughs) so that's like healthy living so that you can get a better sex life from healthy living is that what you're saying incorporating that into your daily diet well, the, either the daily diet or the food play. I mean, oh, bananas. Oh, even on the for, food. Okay. Okay, yeah, I get it. Bananas, for example, um, are actually biologically known to increase t- testosterone levels. And they have to go in through your mouth, right? <laughs> I mean, when you eat them, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. That, that's something about food play is you never put food inside the body, <laughs> inside the vagina, inside the anus. You don't, oh, okay, you don't go good. there. <laughs> that's what I was just, What about whipped cream on my cock? <laughs> you can put that's it on your cock. Me. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> whipped cream, cherries, <laughs> chocolate, whatever you want. <laughs> and what's, a, what's another great, um, we'll call it an aphrodisiac food, that you would suggest couples use to enhance that blood flow and, and feel good? Well, honey is a is a fun food. Oh, I guess uh, yes. That that one it, to to do a little massage with honey, you can. I mean, it tastes good. You can really get it's sticky. It, there's all mm. kinds of sensory excitement that happens with that, and it's also um, known to regulate hormones and increase energy. Interesting. Very cool. Now, I've all, I'm sure at hedonism you have seen when people or guys do body shots off the lady and I've always mm-hmm. been interested in when they start pouring it down their back and it goes through her buttocks and he's sitting he's there positioned to capture the liquid as it's going down there I mean that's just so erotic to watch to do to participate in definitely yeah, yeah. I mean I think anything that anything that it just it it enhances I mean when you're watching that you can imagine what it feels like. You can imagine being the recipient that just that connection, that intimacy, taking, doing something outrageous. And, um, yes, and, then, and it's naughty in itself. Right. Right. Yeah, oh, it's so and amazing so, drinking beer like that. Now imagine if you did that every that day way. and that's how you drank your beer, eventually it might get old. <laughs> <laughs> Very quickly. If you ask me. <laughs> okay. One last question before the break. If you could give our audience one piece of advice on how to improve oral sex, what would it be? If you think you're moving slow, slow it down even more. Oh, so interesting. Love that. Yeah. Tease it. Tease it. Slow it down. Use lots of lube. All right. Nancy, you, uh, Dr. Nancy, Nancy, um, (laughs) 
we know each other um, as good friends. But we're going to take a short break. You're going to hang around a little bit. And in the next section, we're going to do some myth busting about oral sex and food and foodgasms and mouthgasms and all that. So we're going to continue our discussion with Dr. Nancy in a few minutes. Remember to go to our website, carolandavid.com, again, to enter your chance to get good head <laughs> products from Dr. Products, Johnson. Yes. <laughs> Stay tuned for some more sexy talk. We're going to be back to bust some fun myths in a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Call us at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com. And we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. Well, welcome back, everybody. We've been talking with Dr. Nancy, sexologist. Nancy, I got to tell you that we really like your point of view. It's a whole holistic, as a, a holistic sexual educator, which is what I feel your whole background is all about. And I think mm-hmm. that probably you'll be able to help us bust some myths that we have about oral sex and other things. Excellent. This is a this is a fun segment. So here's the first myth that I would like you to talk about. Oral sex is not sex. Should we bring in um, Bill Clinton uh, to answer <laughs> this one? <laughs> 
Yes, he would be the expert on this one. <laughs> but we'll, the most famous expert, the most anyways. Famous. But let, let's hear from your medical background, um, your answer on this. Well, sex, sexual time, sexuality, doesn't even have to include any of the body. <laughs> it can be mind sex. It can be um, phone sex. So I think there's, there's so many different ways that people can experience sexual pleasure and sexual connection to themselves or somebody else that it, it all falls into the same thing. So oral sex is just another wonderful aspect of being sexual. Excellent. That's a very, very good explanation. All right. I'm going to ask the next one. All right. Go ahead. A foodgasm or mouthgasm is a type of orgasm. I believe so. I mean, yes. some some people I think are one large clitoris or <laughs> one large penis, <laughs> okay. where everything turns them on. Uh, okay. There there are even people that claim to be able to have eyegasm, so oh, yeah, yes, by just brushing the eyeball. So <laughs> you know, the mind is a is a fascinating and mysterious beast, and it can create an orgasmic experience, the true orgasmic experience that, uh, from any part of the body. But I just want to understand, does that mean if you're having a foodgasm, it's happening in the mouth or does it cause you to actually to have an orgasmic response in the genitals? Both. Oh. I mean, you, I mean some people will say, you know, when they're eating something really delicious, you know, they'll, they'll use that phrase, oh, foodgasm, you know, oh. because they're just, there's just, so excited about what they're eating and what it's all the sensual experience of it. But I'm, but there, but there are some people that can actually have an orgasm from the taste of a food. And is it, have you ever had had an orgasm in your sleep? No, unfortunately, no. (laughs) I can't even wake her up in her sleep to have sex. Her sleep is sacred. (laughs) Well, I have, and I know many women that have, and, and that, and that requires nothing physical. And you're dreaming about having sex or you're dreaming about having an orgasm? Dreaming about being sexual, some kind of sexual experience and okay. having an, and waking up after having an actual orgasm. Wow. Oh, very, Neat. very interesting. Neat. All right. On we go. Okay. So listen, we, uh, we were earlier talking about some foods that can actually uh, help your sex life. And one of the things and Valentine's Day is coming up. So we're asking this myth, or is it a myth or not? It's true or false. Is chocolate an aphrodisiac? That's a great question. A lot of people believe it is. And I think what, um, you know, there, there are chem- chemicals in chocolate that are m- mood boosters, maybe mild sexual stimulants, but most of the pleasure is just from the taste. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, and, and and the feel of chocolate melting in your mouth and not in your hand. <laughs> uh-huh. We have a show coming up about that, but that's good. Okay, we like that one. So, but so, some real aphrodisiac foods that really do improve your sex life, like oysters, yeah. for example. Is that real? They're, oysters are, are known to have um, high zinc. Okay. And... When you have high zinc and uh, these amino acids, they can trigger production of sex hormones. Like so, on the spot or over time? Um, immediately. I mean, anytime oh. you eat a food, it's changing your biology. Okay. 
So there, yeah, there so. is real aphrodisiacs, but you're saying that chocolate it just has got some chemicals that make you feel good, and the mouthfeel is awesome, but not necessarily going to give you a better sex life. Yeah, I mean, I think a better sex life requires a lot more than a food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, good. You know, that, that's kind of dumbing it down. But I, but I do believe that chocolate does contain some chemicals that if, you, if you're prone to depression, which will make your sex life pretty bad, and you eat chocolate, which raises serotonin, which will lift depression, then that could, in a roundabout way, improve your sex life. So when you're really depressed at Valentine's Day because you don't have a boyfriend and you eat chocolate, you will feel better. <laughs> <laughs> well, and chocolate is known to stimulate a part of the brain the same that love stimulates. Oh, mm, I cool. get it. So, That's why it's so associated with Valentine's love. Day. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Let's bust this next one since we're talking about eating still. <clears throat> so the taste of semen is affected by foods that either he or she eats. Well, the semen for he, but you're talking about the genital. Right. Okay. <laughs> so let's just stick with the guy right now. Is there a food I can eat that makes my sperm taste better? Yes. Pineapple. Oh, Ooh, that's true. I like pineapple. That is so true. So there's the myth that I thought was a real myth. Yeah, no, that it is true. Pineapple has um, a, a enzyme uh-huh. in it that does does affect the taste of semen. And mm-hmm. there are some foods. Um, a lot, if, you, if a person eats a lot of curry or real spicy foods, yeah, that can change. That can change your your. You know, how even your skin or your sweat smells. So, now what about for a woman then? Is it the same if she eats pineapple? Not, not as much. But, okay. but, but our diet certainly can affect um, our scent and, our, and the taste. Even if you, if you licked a person's skin, yeah. there, are certain, there are certain tastes that you might be able to pick up if they have a diet high in garlic, for example. Oh, yeah, I guess for sure garlic. Okay, yeah, so, cool. but what about the semen? Would it pick up the garlic smell or that's just, it could. yes, because this, oh, it could, okay. It could, Interesting. Yeah, because of no, all, no. it depends on how much you eat. Oh, it depends how much you eat, of course, yes. <laughs> if you're living on a diet of garlic, everything's going to smell like garlic for sure. Yes, yes. There I'm going to leave this, this next myth to you, Carol, food. because. Um, okay. Oh, here's the next myth then. So, squirting is the same as peeing. True now, or false? No, just one sec, Nance, because we're, we're not okay. going to go too much into this because we're going to do a whole show on squirting later on. But, but let's just okay. bust this myth about squirting because Carol's a big squirter and we know all about it. But let's hear from a doctor um, your take on squirting. Squirting is not peeing. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell those people? Yeah, and and I can give you a lot of case. biology, but it sounds like you're going to go into that uh, later. Now I think I think some of the some of the porn that shows squirting um, perhaps is peeing for stage presentation. Okay, mm-hmm. I get it. Yes, but but most most women that are squirting they're not peeing. Okay, and they're not peeing, but it also comes from a different area or different gland. It's not actually urine that's coming out, and it's actually other glands that are producing the liquid, liquid that is released. Is that correct? Well. There, there is a, it's, it's almost like if you looked at the male anatomy, the prostate um, and the bladder, the, there is some evidence that the bladder fills in a woman okay. yes. uh, with stimulation, 
but it's not necessarily urine that it fills with. I got it. Yeah, we, we know that for sure because it just <laughs> right. comes out and comes out and comes out. We have a friend who has to bring a Gatorade to replenish so she can keep squirting and squirting and squirting. <laughs> but that'll be a whole other show, and we're going to have her on to talk about it. Yes. Okay. Do you want to do and, this and next they, one? They, they've tested it to find out whether it has PSA, which is a prostate-specific antigen, or urea, which would come from urine. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, we know by you know chem- chemically that it, most of the time it's not urine. Okay, very good. So that's cool. You want me to do this one? You, yeah, go for it, this one. A real blowjob includes deep throating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think of that? I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Carol's happy about that. <laughs> David just because recently if that was the case, there'd be a lot of vomiting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. David just recently think- showed me a photo of a, a very large penis that was down a woman's throat, and you could see the the outline of the penis in her throat. And I'm saying, yes. what the f? What's going on here? <laughs> There but are it, some women that learn how to control their gag reflex, and it's like they—it's it's almost like they can open the throat and like, have no no reflex, like mm-hmm. a sword swallower. That's the only thing that came to mind when I saw that, because right. a sword swallower must do something similar, right? Because he's actually, yeah. or is he really not putting that thing down his throat? I don't even know. No, now, do. now I'm yeah, stupid because I don't they've even know. They x-rayed them; <laughs> they can see <laughs> it going all the way down. Oh. So, yeah, so I think most women, um, you know, typically don't. But I think a lot of men like hearing a woman gag a little bit. Mm. Oh, because they think get, they're big. And, a, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's kind of hot. It, make, I can make yeah. a gag. <laughs> yeah, it's like right. whatever works for you, right? I mean, but we're, she, not, we're not judging here. And she really doesn't have to get her whole mouth and throat around a cock to get him off, right? The sensation is right mainly near the top, right? At the tip, yeah, and I think I think there's there's the there's the visual that some men get more off on than the, than the actual sensual. Yeah, like when the penis is uh, gone and the whole thing is in mm-hmm. her mouth, that's what he's seeing, and therefore he's feeling good about it. Right, but you can. Okay. There's a lot of ways to give the impression that you're deep throating by using your hands and your mouth yeah. at the same time, yeah. where he won't be able to tell the difference. Perfect. Right, now you're really dumbing him down, right? <laughs> I swallowed it for real. My hand is over the shaft. It's gone. Peekaboo, there it is. That's funny. Close your eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's the best thing. Close your eyes and it'll feel like it. All right. One last myth before we get going. Only green M&Ms make you horny. <laughs> Have you ever heard that myth before that green M&Ms make you horny? <laughs> I I love these. I, you know, perhaps the person that said that they were just horny all the time. Is you know anybody like that? <laughs> yeah, I, I think do. I do. Know I, do. I believe green M and M's make you horny, but then again, everything makes me horny, so I'm not <laughs> yeah. a good test subject. <laughs> exactly. So um, yeah, well, green M and M's I'm pretty sure are the same as the brown M and M's and the red. Oh, the brown M and M's make you go naked all over the place. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think so the green ones are the ones that make you horny. <laughs> Nancy, well, I, I we're, uh, we have about two minutes to go, so uh, I'm going to just thank you for, for joining us today. That was so much fun, and we're going to invite you to come back. And maybe you could tell um, our listeners how they can reach you on your website, social media. Um, it's exoticlifestyleevents.com is the website, and Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce. You can find me all over Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
LinkedIn, you name it. So Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce. And when is your event coming up in hedonism? February 11th through 18th. And then we have another event June 24th through July 1st where we have Mr. Exotic World Competition along with our Hedo Reunion. So a lot of singles will come to that one. Beautiful. And, And we can find, our listeners can find out all that information on your website, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Well, super. Thanks so much for being with us. And it's time for us to take another short break. So stay tuned for our final topic today, which is Great Sex Matters. And that's where we're going to be asking the question, who gets more pleasure from oral sex, the giver or the receiver? Don't go far. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Why do some people seemingly make the same mistakes when it comes to love and relationships? What is the best way to find love? Make a visit each week to Destination Love. Host Shelley Pumphrey will bring what you need to know to find love. No, it's not about the next fad, dating site tips, scoring the first date, or looking your best. Rather, it's empowerment, knowing that your authentic self works best and the science behind finding love. Destination Love is live Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on Voice America Variety. Fire can destroy your home, your business, and your life in seconds. On Speaking of Fire, with co-hosts Mike Schlattman and Donna Ingram, we investigate fire, the origin and causes, and provide important information to prevent accidental fires and save your life, loved ones, and your property. We speak to experts about technology, investigative research, and insurance issues with regard to fire. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are listening to the sexy lifestyle with carol and david got a burning question or comment about today's show call us at 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next now back to this week's show welcome back everyone we uh, hope you enjoyed uh, dr nancy we sure had a blast So now it's our last and favorite part of the show today, which is where we talk about great sex, because great Great sex sex matters. matters. And you deserve it. So Great Sex Matters is sponsored by Doc Johnson, America's Pleasure Products, who are providing the sex toys for our weekly giveaway. This week, we have a combo pack for the ultimate blowjob. It's a good head. Ultra head, ultra skin, helping hand, and a five-pack flavored gel. Wow, that's a mouthful. It is. <laughs> it's a two-inch mini stroker that's soft on the outside, and it's got these little beads on the inside, stretchy. It's made from ultra skin material. It feels real. And the gel flavors are mint, 
cinnamon, cherry, strawberry, and passion fruit. So you can check out our Good Head products on our website at carolandavid.com. And we've tried them and it, <laughs> and it definitely adds a completely different sensation to getting a blowjob. Very cool. Okay, David. So I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. It's directed at all men. Yikes. But I'm going to ask you, and you can answer representing all men. All right, I'm listening. So here's the scenario. A guy is going down on his wife. Mm. He's a good lover. Mm-hmm. He knows his wife very well. He does all the right things. Gets her looped up. He rubs her up and down, stimulating the whole clit, teasing her from the venous mount all the way down to the perineum, back up again with his tongue. <sighs> He's even getting his nose right in there. Oh, I like doing that. And now, based on her moans and her thrusting, he can tell that she's absolutely ready to explode. That's when he focuses on the head of her clit. With first, with a flat tongue, directly on the clit, and then circling around, up and over the clit, exactly how she likes it. But before long, she's writhing with an orgasm and even pulls a crocodile roll. Before it subsides, he slips his two fingers inside her, lightly pulsing, while he gently strokes her clit with a very wet tongue. And voila, out comes another orgasm. Not quite as big as the first one, but still awesome. Holy moly, I'm hard here just listening to the story. But, you know, it sounds like something we've done many times. Like just before our show, you know, it was my birthday. Your birthday. Yes. Okay. The husband is so turned on watching his wife climax and his cock is rock hard. He can't wait to fuck her while she's still tingling for that orgasm. Okay, cut the scene. Okay, I'm back here. Here's the question. Which party got more pleasure from that scene, the giver, the husband, or the receiver, the wife? In other words, did the husband do that for his own pleasure or to please his wife? David, you're up. Speak for all men. I'm here speaking for all the men out there. (laughs) Yes, that's That's a lot of pressure. (laughs) All right, here goes. So from my point of view, I love making my wife, Carol, come feel good. And so I get the pleasure from her pleasure. And on top of that, I just love eating pussy so much. So I get pleasure from that too. The, the, you know, the aroma, the wetness, the visual, looking up at her and seeing her playing with her tits and pulling on her nipples. Mm. Uh, You know, all that makes eating pussy my favorite thing. And it gets me so turned on. I mean, I can go for hours. I think I'm getting wet myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think I heard three different things, three different types of pleasure that you listed for the giver. You said that one is the pleasure of making her come. Oh, my favorite. Yes. Two is the pleasure of the whole erotic experience. Yeah, so hot. Three is the pleasure of being so turned on and ready to fuck. Right. But at the same time, that wife got so excited and had two major orgasms. So obviously she enjoyed it just as much. Okay. So the yeah. pleasure ratio seems to be about equal. But okay. I, I think... That if I was in that situation, I would have more pleasure in the giving. So you think that the giver in this particular story got more out of the oral sex than the receiver. Right. And, and it's not about the fact that she came. 
because even if she didn't come and he started fucking her, he would still go back or he, she, he should still go that back would be right, yeah. and eat her pussy again after they finished fucking. Mm-hmm. So she has her orgasm and they're both done. So I'm hearing that you think he needs to finish so that he can feel good about making the orgasm happen. So is it that important for the guy to get the girl to come? Well, of course, absolutely. Because, you know, that's what good lovers do. And it's about what it's good for the couple. Each other. Exactly. Okay. Fair enough. I think that's fair. Good. Okay. So now I want to reverse the situation. Mm, okay. And talk about giving blowjobs. Yay. My favorite also. But I don't want to represent. Not that I give blowjobs. No, no. <laughs> Not that I want to represent all women in general. I want to just speak for me personally. Hold on a second. I have to res- yes. represent all the men. Yes. yes and yes. you're talking just about you. Poor you. Yes. Okay. okay. So when I give a blowjob. It's really for my own pleasure, and I'm okay to admit all that. I'm happy that it feels good for you, too, but when I suck cock, it's to satisfy my oral fixation. It's like licking a lollipop or a juicy ice cream cone. Mm, Okay. I love the sensation of the cock in my mouth, you know, when it starts small and grows from a nice little soft cock to a super hard and, and ready to go. That's what feels so satisfying to me. That's what gets my juices flowing. You know, and most of the time, my goal is not to get them to come. Most of the time, my goal is to get them super hard so I can sit on his cock because I like to fuck. What can I tell you? You know, sometimes, depending on the situation, you give me those little suckies to tease me, not to turn me on, because, you know, you just do them because you like the feel of my cock in your mouth. Uh-huh. And those times, they're just those playful, spicy times that keep us connected. But they don't lead to orgasm. They just feel great. Well, I love it when you just pull down your pants and I pull out your cock and suck it every now and mm-hmm. again. But there is one exception oh. uh, to my rule. Because, I, like I just said, I do it for me. Except in this particular case, after we finish fucking, right after you come... You like it when I suck your wet cock. And so that's something that I do for you. Yeah, it's an amazing feeling because, you know, my cock is super sensitive and tingly. And just the thought of you sucking me keeps me in that danger zone and almost gets me hard again so we can keep fucking. And, you know, that the fact that you're doing that, I know you're doing that for me, just makes it all that more exciting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so... Um, I do it for you because I love you mm-hmm. and I know how much you enjoy it. And I do. Yes, exactly. So, you know, we were talking to Nancy about me squirting. Mm-hmm. Did you want to go into a little bit more about what we do squirting? We can talk a little bit about squirting for a few minutes. So maybe I'll come back to the very beginning when we first it happened and I didn't even know what it was all about. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. Well, I think I was like hovering over, you know, that. Yeah, we were in 69 and you were sitting on my face. Yeah, or I think I was like hovering over. I was like butterfly. So I was more up straight and mm-hmm. you had your fingers inside me. Mm-hmm. And that big gush came out mm-hmm. all over your face. I think that you were a little bit surprised and we kind of didn't really know what was happening, right? We didn't. And then we did some research and we... Well, afterwards, not not during the sex. Not <laughs> during the sex. And then we found out that, you know, squirting is very natural for most women and that... Um, 
Uh, it happens with the right stimulus. With the right, right stimulus, the right mindset. And of course, you have to be excited and turned on. And now you can squirt just by taking my cock and tapping it on your clit. Yeah, that's what I've learned how to control my squirt since then. But those very first times when, when we didn't know what was happening, it was kind of a weird thing. And so I think it's good for people to know that sometimes that happens. And if it does happen, like you're not, I wasn't sure what was going on, right? I thought at first, oh my God, did I pee on you or what happened, right? Exactly. But it wasn't that. And we're going to have a whole show. We're going to bring in um, an expert, a doctor mm-hmm. on squirting. And we're going to get into the mechanics and uh, the fun of how uh, women squirt. Okay. So um, that's it for today's show. It was so great and fun talking about oral sex. We hope everybody enjoyed it. Now, after you get off the show, go to bed, go into your room and test out some of those tips and tricks. <laughs> and a big thank you to our special guest, Dr. Nancy. And of course, especially to you, the listeners, for joining our show. So remember to visit our website at carolandavid.com to enter our contest. Uh, send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Tell us any topics you want to hear. Join us next Thursday for another sexy fun hour of The Sexy Lifestyle. Next week's show is all about pushing boundaries. We're Carol and David, reminding you to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Speak to you next week. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 